0: Hi, listeners. Stories have so much power, and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Whipple, and this is. Vogue Tales. Hi everyone, Christmas, that magical time of year. Crackling log fires, freshly fallen snow, twinkling lights, and murderous monster cats. Krampus isn't the only Christmas monster. This is a story of Yule Cat. But don't be fooled, it may be fluffy, the Yule Cat is no cuddly creature. Called the Hulka Eula Gertan, from the Icelandic word of Yule and Katush, this creepy kitty prowls the streets looking for its prey. Anyone who has not received new clothes by Christmas. But Iceland has no wild, large, predatory cat species. So why does this creature take on a feline appearance? And why do these monstrous fashion critiques only attack people with old clothes? To find out. Let's take a look at Icelandic mythology, the importance of storytelling, and wool production. Also, mud On that note, it's story time. With glowing eyes and sharp whiskers, the Yule Cat towers over houses as it prowls the snowy streets, hunting people rather than mice. The Yule Cat's favorite prey is children. The giant feline lurks along snowy streets and countrysides, checking in windows to see which children received new clothes for Christmas. If the Yule cat spots anyone with frayed or torn clothing, he eats them. Perhaps the most famous account of the Yule cat, and the one most modern Icelanders are familiar with, comes from a poem. From the book Christmas is Coming, first published in 1932, but translated to English for the first time in 2015, The author writes He opened his glaring eyes wide, the two of them glowing bright. It took a really brave man to look straight into them, his whiskers sharp as bristles, his back arched up high, and the claws of his hairy paws were a terrible sight. He gave a wave of his strong tail. He jumped and he clawed and he hissed, sometimes up in the valley, sometimes down by the shore. He roamed at large, hungry and evil, in the freezing Yule snow. In every home, people shuddered at his name. If one heard a pitiful meow, something evil will happen soon. Everybody knew he hunted men, but didn't care for mice. Where does this Yule cat come from? Legend and literary history tells us that he's actually the pet of the family of trolls, including the Yule lads. Iceland does not actually have a Santa Claus. The Yule lads, or Christmas lads, serve as the gift givers children receive presents from the every year. While the number of lads range from nine to 22, the most common number is 13, since around the 17th century. These trolls came down from their mountain homes one by one over a period of 13 days before Christmas to leave small presents and cause a little mischief along the way. The brothers have very odd names like stubby, window peeper and spoon Licker. In the 20th century, the Yule lads adopted red clothing and white beards inspired by Santa Claus from other cultures. But these seemingly harmless trolls were not always so friendly. Originally, it was said that they came down from the mountains not to spread Christmas cheer, but to terrify children into obedience. They carried off the ones who misbehaved or cried too much. This was a successful enough deterrent that it actually caused a bit of panic, enough so that in 1764, a regulation was issued by the government saying, this foolish custom, which has been practiced here and there about the country, of scaring children with Yule-tide lads or ghosts shall be abolished. I should also mention that the Yule lads have quite a famous mother, Grela, who has been around since at least the early 13th century. Early versions describe a troll with 300 heads, 15 tails, goat horns, long ears and a beard. Add in the Yule cat And it's just one big, happy, wicked family. Yule cat's connection to clothing, however, reveals an interesting social aspect to Icelandic culture. Most scholars agree that the threat of the yule cat represents a rather practical problem, the need for warm clothes and a successful wool production. Iceland began exporting wool in the Middle Ages, and it became vital to the Icelandic economy and survival. During this time, wool-related chores were the responsibility of the entire household. After the food preparations for the winter were completed in autumn, the largest tasks at hand were spinning and weaving. Casual workers and boarders in the homestead were often paid in wool. Icelandic sheep's wool has two kinds of hair, a coarse, more water-resistant top layer, and the inner, insulating layer. These would be separated by hand and used for different textiles. Men, women, and children would tease, card, spin, and knit the wool in order to produce yarn to sell. They would also knit garments for winter. In the past, Christmas gifts among most people were sparse and usually consisted of some small piece of clothing. But that was only possible if everyone had participated in the annual production of wool and done their fair share of work. Because the Yule Cat only attacks people who do not receive new clothing, this monster likely emerged as a response to the importance of wool production, scaring children and even adults into finishing their textile work in time for Christmas and the coldest time of the year. The tradition of the Yule Cat promoted strong work ethic and appropriate preparation for winter, but it also helped encourage familial and social bonding. Gathering the household together around the fire on winter nights to work on wool production served an educational function. Iceland had almost total universal literacy in the 19th century, including in the lower classes, even without a significant educational infrastructure. Children learned to read and write while these chores took place. After children learned the alphabet, they were instructed to read out loud to entertain the older participants and improve their own literacy. Frequently, these stories included elves, trolls, and other supernatural beings. What was once a ferocious warning against laziness is now just a quirky part of Iceland's Yule traditions. The famous feline inspires books, holiday greeting cards, and even chocolate. The Yule cat legend shows us how Icelandic culture emphasized the importance of hard work. It served as a warning to young children that being lazy would have serious consequences, not the least of which including being clawed and eaten alive by a massive cat. So may your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be free of giant, flesh-eating monster floofs. On that note, bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on at gmail.com or through social media at on Instagram and on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media. Because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing.